2: Let us pray. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer, amen. Our first reading comes from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me to water in places of repose. He renews my life. He guides me in the right paths as he befits his name. Though I walk through a valley of deep darkness, I feel no harm. For you are with me, your rod and your staff. They comfort me. You spread a table for me in full view of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My drink is abundant. Only goodness and steadfast love shall pursue me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for many long years. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Our next scripture comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 22 to 30. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple and the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. And Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The scripture that Jody read, uh, Psalm 23, was actually the original Hebrew translation to where you hear certain things about changing from what we normally know of Psalm 23. Real quick, in the very beginning it says, my Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's what we all know. That's what we read when we see the scriptures. That's what we hear when we're at funerals and stuff like that. But the original translation is, I do not lack, which again means that God gives us everything that we need. God gives us everything to sustain us, and that we are always part of God's fold. In today's Gospel reading lies within a long section of John that contains a series of controversies that Jesus has with his opponents. This passage has a number of critics confronting Jesus, attempting to trap him, if you will. Jesus has proclaimed who he is. At least he does so in the Gospel of John. And he has tried to tell and show them what he is about. But once again, they just don't get it. Some have believed, some have witnessed his work and heard his words and have said, here is the long-awaited Christ. But then there's the others that looked at Jesus and found him a blasphemer, an impersonator. Why are some able to believe why others are not? I don't have the answer to that question. Maybe even Jesus didn't really have the answer to that question. And he doesn't really get into a great deal of speculation as to why people may have a harder time believing than others. Jesus says simply that he is the shepherd and that the sheep hear his voice and they know him. They believe because they are his sheep. They are his sheep because they believe. Sounds like a big circle that we keep going in. My sheep know who I am and I believe, and if they believe and if they don't, they are not my sheep because they don't know who I am and believe. It just keeps going, circle and circle, round and round and round. In Palestine today, it's still possible to witness that scene that Jesus most certainly witnessed thousands of years ago, that of shepherds bringing their flocks home from the various pastures that they have been gazing at during the day. And often all those flocks would end up at the same watering hole around us so that they would get all mixed up among each other. It's a convention of sheep, thirsty sheep. But their shepherds never really worried about that because they knew that once they gave their distinctive call, just like you heard me tell the children, once they gave that call, once they used that that reed, reed it flute, once they did that little trill in their voice, the sheep knew that that was their master, that was their shepherd. They knew that that was the one they were to go home with. They knew that that was what they were supposed to do. They knew the shepherd's voice. They knew the sound. And they trusted in that sound. They knew with whom they belonged. They knew their shepherd's voice. And that was the only voice, the only sound that they would follow. Ezekiel prophesies that God will search for God's sheep and will seek them out as shepherds seek out their flock among the scattered sheep. God will rescue them. God will feed them on the mountaintop, giving them good grazing lands. God will seek out the lost and will bring back the strayed and give them rich pastures. Sounds like the good shepherd in the parable that Jesus tells of the lost sheep when he leaves the 99 to go find that one. My sheep know who I am and I believe. My sheep know who I am and believe. And if they don't, they are not my sheep because they do not know who I am and believe. That's the hardest part, isn't it? To believe. We're still in the season of Easter, and for many people, Easter presented one of the greatest challenges of belief. All this talk of resurrection and life from death. Maybe you are the sort of individual who can stand there and say with a sure voice, proud, and say, I believe in God the Father Almighty and Jesus Christ his only Son, like we say in the Apostles' Creed. Maybe you can say those words with every ounce of conviction and you believe wholeheartedly and there is nothing that will ever stop that belief in you. Maybe you have never been challenged by doubts which is awesome, and I'm jealous. Belief comes easy for some, but we ought to note that even with Jesus standing right in front of them, listening firsthand to his words and and witnessing his mighty works, many still did not believe. So if you are sitting there today still struggling to believe, This scripture should remind you that it's been that way since the very beginning. People struggled thousands of years ago. People are struggling now. People will struggle in the future. But Jesus says to his critics, you do not believe simply because you are not my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and they believe. You are not in my sheepfold, so of course you don't believe. Now, if you heard what I just said, Jesus doesn't say that you are admitted into the flock if you believe, or that you are kicked out of the flock if you don't believe. Never said that. He says that if you are in the flock, you are one of His. You hear His voice and know Him, and He knows you, and He will not let you go. Jesus is your shepherd. And aren't you in a flock? Now, granted, I'm back here. A bunch of sheep. You're one of His. You hear his voice, and you know him, and he knows you, and he will not let you go. Jesus also says that there are sheep not of this fold, and he will bring them also. You are in the fold just on the basis of hearing his voice. There you sit in the fold. You may not have your head on straight on every article of the Apostles' Creed. You may not understand every ounce of the doctrine of the Trinity. The resurrection and living Christ being with us every moment, especially while we're in the midst of wars going on around us, terrorism going on around us, senseless gun violence, all the other crazy stuff going on out in that world that may trust us or or t- us just that little bit. Belief for most of us is a come and go thing. Sometimes we're really there and it's like, yeah, I'm in. And other times something happens in our lives and we step to the other side saying, well, you know, I'm really not too sure. And that's okay. And that's okay. I don't know if I ever met one individual in my lifetime that can stand there wholeheartedly and say, I believe 100% of the time, even during the hard time, even during the saddest times in their life, even during the most trying times of their lives. That doesn't mean they don't have faith, but it means they may just have that little shadow of a doubt. But then we wander, once we have that belief, we feel a little bit stronger about it because we come here every (coughs) Sunday, we do stuff for the church, But then there's that time when we have to walk out those doors, where all of us aren't together anymore. The sheep have scattered. The fold has scattered. We're away from the fold, sitting in front of our televisions or radios, listening and watching bombs drop, watching death counts rising, listening to terrorism threats around the world and it gets more and more difficult to keep that faith and that belief. There are other voices out there competing for our attention. The paths go in so many different directions. What once seems sure and certain begins to fade just a little bit. But none of that may be the point you and your belief or you and your doubts may not be the point. The point is, is that you are here. You have heard the voice of Jesus and you have come forth. You have come into the fold. You are here. And that is enough, says Jesus, for him to keep you to keep you for good in the good times and the bad, in the time of doubts and in the time of that strong belief. It's not a matter of what you say, but a matter of what he says. It is his voice that keeps drawing us here. It is his voice that keeps drawing us to this place. It is his voice that keeps drawing us together. Our relationship with the shepherd is based upon who the shepherd is, not who we are. Today's gospel promises that Jesus will keep his sheep in the fold, whether they are here in this sanctuary or in another place. Nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God, the love of God in Jesus Christ. Our only comfort in this life is that we belong, body, mind, and soul to our Lord Jesus Christ, and he won't let us go. Nobody, nothing, not even death, will snatch his sheep out of his hands. We are his. He is our shepherd. God is our shepherd. Christ is our shepherd. Regardless of what level of belief that may be, We are there for each other. Maybe sometimes we have to poke the person next to us because we hear God calling, and this person may not be paying attention, so you just nudge them just a little bit, and they go, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go now. Or they're done playing in the fields. Or they're done playing on their bikes, and they say, oh, I better get home now. We hear the voice. We hear the shepherd calling. Hear the shepherd calling because he is our protector, our strength, our sustain. The Lord is my shepherd. We do not. Have everything we need to provide. Amen.
0: And Amen. <laughs>
2: I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, life everlasting. Amen. As we leave today, please remember that we are God's sheep and follow him with all your heart and please go in peace.